reality. It traps us in a monotonous, deadening cycle. Engulfs our dreams and desires with innumerable obstacles that are laced with cruel irony. We try to shadow these inescapable truths with such lies as cinema, use it as a shield of escape, a coding to shelter us from the ceaseless hardships thrown in our paths. Certain films can attempt to absorb our negative energy in the hope that perhaps they can keep our darkest emotions at bay. But unfortunately, flickering light can only pacify our demons for so long. And human reality will eventually rear its ugly head, far more horrific than any film can attempt to portray. Welcome back uh, to Mutual Aberration Society. Um, I'm Ryan Jackson, and today I have on a return guest, Peter Dragovich. What's good, Peter? Doing well. Doing well. Thanks for having me on. Of course. We're glad to have you back. Um, I brought Peter back on to talk about uh, an interesting film, uh, and that's putting it probably uh, nicely. Uh, <laughs> um we're going to talk about uh, subconscious cruelty. Uh, now, subconscious cruelty, for those who don't know, uh, it's it's interesting for a lot of reasons. Um, it's 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 an art film, but it's also kind of like it's definitely an art film. I will say that uh, there's not a traditional narrative here at all, um, and it's it's definitely a extreme kind of horror movie simultaneously. Um, and I don't even necessarily think um, that's what it even sets out to be, um, but it kind of just is by default, given how like graphic and strong and uh, in terms of the visual, the visuals that that the, that the movie has a lot of strong imagery, uh, a lot of graphic sort of depictions. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this movie is directed by uh, Karim Hussein. Um, and Karim Hussein, uh, Peter, are you familiar with Karim Hussein? No, this was all fresh to me. Well, Karim Hussein, um, he did this movie in, I think, 2000. And um, he this is the only movie he's ever directed, the only feature he's ever directed, I believe. Um, but Karim Hussein is a he became a cinematographer. Uh, so I think I think and I could be wrong or I should probably look this up. I, he might have directed uh, sh like shorts and segments of other movies. Uh, does he have another feature? Let me not say. Yeah, he does have another feature. Okay, The Beautiful Beast from 2006, Karim directed. And then there's another movie. Let's see here. This is why you should have a laptop, people, when you do things. Um, <laughs> Ascension in 2002. Um, and S The City Without Window. So, okay, so it's Karim definitely uh has direct he co-directed the city without windows so he's definitely has other movies but this was the only movie that i i knew him uh, i knew about him um from because it's one of those movies that sort of uh people throw in there with like movies like 
I don't know, a Serbian film or, <laughs> yeah. or uh, stuff, stuff that's, again, extreme in nature. Uh, it's like, yo, have you ever seen some conscious cruelty? And like, we know, but the title's intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, let me ask you this, Peter. Um, yeah, Karim, uh, I, you said you, you weren't aware of him um, and that like uh, you hadn't heard of this movie, right? No. Okay, cool. So again, that, that's that's always makes me smile a little bit because uh, <laughs> I got I get a weird satisfaction out of exposing people to things. I mean, right. but again, but exposing people to stuff like this, I kind of feel guilty. Uh, I probably should have gave you a trigger <laughs> warning. Uh, <laughs> so you just went in completely blind, completely cold. Uh, so yeah, I totally. Should, so I should ask you, what did you think upon the first like when this movie opened up? Like because <laughs> it, it opens up in a very memorable way, but <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it. So it's a, a few little short films kind of put together with, and it definitely feels kind of like a student film. Yeah. Um, though I mean, he's got some pretty down classmates who are willing to <laughs> get naked and whatnot. Um, and they're pretty talented with gore effects. Yeah. Um, I think what is interesting, because, yeah, I could see this being in the conversation with, you know, extreme cinema, definitely. But it's not, but it's like so kind of academic and distanced, like like a short film. You know, they're not like trying to give you all the nasty screaming and, uh, you know, squelching of, of all the gore. It's yeah. just kind of visually um, uncomfortable and, uh, you know, a lot of like angsty poetry kind of reading over the, you know, certain sections. And yeah. um, so, so, I mean, you're at a distance, but it's got enough going on. You know, it's got enough naked people. It's got enough gross stuff. It's got enough, you know, tension to it that you're kind of pulled through. Right. But it's but it's not like a grueling movie like um, right. uh, Martyrs or a Serbian film kind of thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's just like impressive what they do, basically yeah. uh, on probably a pretty small budget. Yeah, it's a budget is a hundred thousand um, dollars. It's made in Canada. Again, Karim is Canadian, um, which is why he works. Uh, I think he's the cinematographer for every Brandon Cronenberg movie so far. All three. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, but he also did Hobo with a Shotgun. He was also the the, the, yeah, the yeah. photographer on Hobo with a Shotgun. Um, so he definitely has an eye. I mean, this movie is uh, ironically, no pun intended, an eye because uh, right. <laughs> uh, the first segment. So yeah, let's. I won't even bother with like the reading of a letterbox synopsis because this movie is not really about plot. But I will go. We can go through and talk about each segment because right. the film is divided into four sort of like um, four segments, right? And without really any real connection to each other now the first segment is called the ovarian eyeball um mm-hmm. and the, the a brief rundown of that is it begins with a small scene disconnected from the rest of the story where an eye is taken from inside a woman's belly right that's that that does happen um and that is kind of <laughs> the, what is happening uh but it does open in this very interesting way because like you said um i don't know who he cast i don't know you know i didn't really look into sort of like there is a lot of like you said down down people in this movie there's a lot of nudity a lot of uh a lot of kind of brave performances really you know what i mean like um kind of mm-hmm. fearless performances because 
even when this movie opened, even even the scene with the eyeball where it's like this woman on a table and and, and some uh, we see hands place uh, something over her face, like a cloth of some kind. And then there's this whole like moment where where they cut into the body and then the hand reaches inside the body. And it's like weirdly like this sort of back and forth of like it's like this is like clearly like sexual but also clearly like a operation (laughs) like the way it's sort of uh depicted is it's like this weird kind of i mean i don't know i don't know what it says about like canadians because it's like cronenberg uh, yeah yeah the og cronenberg (laughs) david cronenberg's whole last movie was very similar (laughs) it feels like uh the eyeball the ovarian eyeball could have been in (laughs) crimes of the future totally (laughs) um uh yeah, that's the first part. Well, we can we can talk about the first part a little bit before we get to the second part because I feel like the second part is well, there's a lot to say. But um, <laughs> right. Uh, what did you? What, what were your feelings and your takeaways from that that the ovarian eyeball segment? Um, I thought uh, I was a little nervous when that one happened because <laughs> I'm like, is it all going to be this clinical and mm-hmm. just kind of? Uh, I I did I did like. I mean, it's just it's a naked chick on a slab, and then the eyeball comes <laughs> out of her. <laughs> um, and uh, and I, but I think like yeah, once you once you get through that one, then uh, there's kind of more of a regular narrative to the second one. Yeah, that that kind of draws you in more. So it's just kind of a arresting image, and that kind of set the table. And I liked how they uh, they did like you think for a second that the dude in the in the second segment is peeping on the eyeball uh, lady for yeah. a minute. Like, yeah, that was like a pretty good transition. Of, yeah, it's like the, kind of the way they connect the two sec uh, the two sections. So right. yeah, so yeah, I definitely kind of that when I began watching it too, I had a similar kind of thing. Like, oh no, like is this the whole movie? Right. Uh, the switch. And that's when we get to uh the second section, which is called Human Larvae. Um, and the brief rundown of that is the narrator reveals himself to be obsessed with his sister who has just become pregnant by her husband, which uh I don't think that's accurate, but <laughs> watching the couple no. have, watching the couple have sex while masturbating, uh hidden behind a door. He watches her do a fellatio. Again, I don't know who wrote this. I'm just reading this. He watches her do a fellatio. That's not how you would say that. But uh, <laughs> while watching in awe, he says he feels a strong attraction to her. Is this written by AI? I don't know. Um, and the semen is a kind of a gift of creation. While female menstruation is a bad joke, the narrator begins to show a more pronounced psychotic streak. Blah blah blah. Fuck all that. Yes. Yeah, so right. um, it is. It is the human larvae is about a a a a, a man who is. Uh, basically how would you just i mean he's kind of like he, he there is an attraction to his sister but it's also it's 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 more sinister than attraction as we as we discover like he he's he really wants to to punish his sister um there's a lot of like there's a lot going on here there's there's a lot going on here there's a lot that uh i feel like karim is trying to say not only about um, which in the in the last segment he really touches more on a religion but there's definitely religious right. overtones through this whole thing um, there's definitely uh, symbolism and oh, very overtly uh, laced throughout this, and and it's definitely a commentary on sort of um, all sorts of things. Uh, you know that 
men, women, uh, birth, like death, like all of that shit. It's very, I don't, I don't know, but, but it does open with this sort of guy who looks kind of like, um, you're familiar with the, 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 the preacher, the comic, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't this guy totally. kind of look like the, the preacher from the comic? Like, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he definitely looks like that, like, uh, uh, from the vertigo comic preacher. Uh, he looks just like that kind of very, almost has that kind of like, I don't even, I would even call his look kind of like heroin chic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's definitely a guy who looks like, uh, he, he, he would be hanging out with Edgar Allan Poe in a different era or some shit. Right. But, but uh, he's definitely peeping on his sister, watching her have uh, sex with different men. That's why I, when I read this sort of Wikipedia description, it's like her husband. It's like, no, like, she's, I don't think so. No, yeah, she's clearly having sex with different men. He's clearly watching. And, and at certain moments, you know, they do show him masturbating. Um, there's also a lot of there's a lot of body fluids in, in this in this movie. Uh uh, that's another thing. <laughs> like, there's a lot of a lot of menstrual blood, semen, uh, just all kinds. There's of a lot of semen. Yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot. But again, that goes back to this again that religious, the religious overtones and this idea of creation, right? And right. Se seminal fluids and shit. Like, it's all, you know, it's done in a. It's it's an art film. Like I said at the top of the, the episode, it's, a, it's it's an art film, and it does that art film type of shit where it's like right. doing that sort of like. I don't know symbolism and allegory and all of this kind of shit. Um, I, I mean, I think this is the strongest segment, and it's also yeah. the most like narrative. It's the closest you get to a narrative in this whole thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. like you know, definitely you can definitely, you know. But but uh, yeah. Um, then it gets to the point where he, she gets pregnant um, by one of her partners, which she doesn't know. We don't know who who it is. Who's the father? Right? Again. Odes to like again, that's not a coincidence. Jesus, uh, right? Yeah, you know, immaculate conception idea. Like, but of course, Mary Magdalene, you know, she she's a whore, right? Like, but right. also then like Jesus's mother, which is like you know, she was born. Like, who was the father? It's not you know, like there's all this, there's all this shit. This weird shit going on in here. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like, and then he decides like that he wants to 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 punish his sister. Right. Like he wants to hurt his sister and he has come up with the ultimate plan. And like it keeps showing like it keeps showing images of this, like, I don't know if it's a dead fetus, but it definitely looks like a dead fetus. Um, yeah, it's like a it's like a, a black and withered fetus. And and he says he's got this great idea to pervert this, you know, great cre act of creation. And and I was thinking that he going to you know, put something inside of her while still yeah. pregnant, but it's then no, it, it, it eventually, it's still horrible uh, what he does, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking yeah. nasty. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, yeah. um, yeah. So there's this whole, it, this all builds to the scene where she's giving birth and he's helping her, right. Give birth. Uh, mm -hmm. And um, where do I start, Peter? <laughs> well there's there's kind of a that's the other thing is there's kind of a uh kind of a fairy tale aspect to it they kind of make it you know they have that little model of the house yeah yeah um, you're right and uh and they kind of make it seem like like they never leave the house kind of thing it's all one location mm -hmm. it's kind of a fairy tale aspect to it and you know why would they 
need him to perform. Right. Why would he have to give, help her give yeah. a home birth? Yeah. 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 There's and definitely then, that. Yeah. And then they, they do a pretty good job of uh, effects wise of, of, yeah, have, the, of doing the birth scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, but then he immediately once he's got the head and neck out, he, he cuts the throat of the baby. Yes. And, yeah. uh, and then like, you like, makes her choke on the baby blood, blood, uh, yeah. blood. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> now i will ask you at this point what were, what was going through your mind <laughs> i mean i'm 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 the right I know guy. you're used to watching shit you know <laughs> yeah, like, yeah I'm, I'm, crazy I'm, shit. <laughs> I'm i'm the right guy for this type of stuff i like bodily fluids i like extreme stuff like mm-hmm. and this is is all is is very much about that yeah. Um, the doll of the baby when he's hanging, they hold that shot probably a little too long of yeah. like the, the shitty baby doll, uh, <laughs> like over her face. That's like 30 yeah. seconds of that. Yeah, shot it's kind of, it kind of like breaks the, the, the spell. A little <laughs> yeah, bit it, yeah, it takes clearly takes a little, little, there's a little falseness <laughs> to that baby. <laughs> it's not, it's still not as bad as the baby in uh, in the uh, sniper movie, the American Sniper. American sniper. <laughs> <laughs> but, takes but, some effort to be that bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty bad fake baby. Um, but yeah, but the the the, the this when I was watching this movie, um, this is the moment that like kind of like I was like sitting here like, like am I gonna fall asleep? I'm gonna, and and then this happened and it kind of like locked me back in. I was like, oh yeah, shit! Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, like okay. Then I was like, okay, they're not pulling any punches, you know? Okay, so, um, and then it kind of just the way that the way it ends with the sort of like narrator saying like you know he wrapped the baby in a cloth and like left him as like sort of like an altar he built an altar to his to the to the dead his dead basically nephew because it's his sister's son um and then like he talks he he keeps his sister he keeps them like you know souvenirs like he sleeps in the bed next to a corpse and tends to it all the time and then he even says like he he attempted to like sleep with her once but it was too cold which was yeah, like, like a putrefied uh something like a put- some gray- <laughs> did you call it a putrefied slit or something like that right yeah now? yeah oh, yeah cleft cleft cleft, cleft. <laughs> a putrefied uh, a putrefied cleft yeah it was very like very poetic description <laughs> of, of, of a vagina yes uh uh it was i was like oh yeah yeah it was a putrefied cleft i was like <laughs> <laughs> that is the most art film shit ever too by the way um yeah. and yeah that's 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 the uh that's that's the 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 move that's it's a feel good feel good segment of this yeah, yeah. <laughs> of, of this that's, that's the one you turn into a full-length feature right yeah. there I mean, yeah you, you bring that to a24 and mm-hmm. and they they pay you and this is what good. aronofsky's mother was basically um right. <laughs> right. <laughs> blown up into a, a future film um but um then we get to rebirth which is the shortest segment i think i think it's a little bit it's not, it might be it's about the same length as the ovarian eyeball but basically yeah. there's not much to this because it's just a bunch of naked people um having sex with the earth basically more or less i mean for lack of a it's like a the hedonistic orgy but like with nature and then like at a certain point uh a guy basically gives a blowjob to a knife uh yeah he sucks his he sucks a woman in a gowns uh, like a wedding gowns knife dick yes and and like 
uh, and yeah, I don't know. I I didn't really understand. I, I didn't really get the angle. symbolism behind that. Uh, yeah, no. I didn't kind of. I got I, I got the Earth thing a little bit. Like, Fucking the know, Earth makes enough sense, We're... right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the Earth's bleeding, and then they're like entering the Earth, and then like they're biting. So like you notice yeah. like when they're snapping twigs and stuff. Like you see blood, blood coming, coming out. out. Yeah, yeah, that like, was cool. Yeah, and then when the girls like isn't what was it she it was like a was what is it what what kind of plant was that that's like a not a daisy chain but what the, what I mean what what the hell are those things called I forget uh, but she like bites it and she's basically yeah. like flating it again like before I mean this they the phalluses that get blown in this movie they're 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 different they're they're creative in that <laughs> like a lot of right. a lot of phallic blowjobs and having having the the the, the phallus. Uh, like come blood to essentially yeah as a big yeah yeah and, and and that's another thing that that happened in the human larvae segment before which is there's a scene where he's kind of like dreaming about his sister and like he's they're like again like it's very it's very sexual in nature because he does it, there's an incestuous aspect to the to the to the segment to the section but like she starts bleeding from from her her, her vagina oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like profuse it won't stop and he continues like pressing a like a, the sheet against it, and it's just again menstrual blood everywhere. It's just again, like, <laughs> it's extra. It's extra. They don't skimp when it comes to sort of like the uh, <laughs> when it comes to like the effects and like the blood and this like body with like a lot of semen, a lot of cum, a lot of a lot of, lot of, lot of, like a lot of blood. Uh, so yeah, just just for those who aren't into that kind of thing, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> might want to skip some conscious cruelty but again the fucking movie is called subconscious cruelty i mean right. it's i mean that title is not it's not a misleading title <laughs> yeah you know it's it's definitely uh it's 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 it wears its intentions on its sleeve a little bit because it's uh but i think it does have a little bit more to say but i don't really know what the rebirth uh outside of the kind of like hippy dippy kind of like you know rebirth through nature i don't i don't i don't you know i, I mean i don't know yeah I, I think it just it felt kind of like a cult kind of thing mm -hmm. going on and and then you know just has a little button on it at the end of um that uh, with the the knife dick uh yeah. line um it's this I, is this is very this is a very student film yeah, that totally. Yeah, yeah get get the friends together. Get let them get muddy in a field, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I I don't I never made those friends who wanted, who wanted to fuck wanted in a to, field, but yeah, and to run around naked all the time. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, good on good on uh, who's uh, Karim? Karim. <laughs> yeah, Karim knows those people. Uh, <laughs> um. And then we again. There's not much else to say about it. I mean, it's it if it, it's it's like uh it, it's like Woodstock '99 a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> like Burning Man a little bit. Uh, <laughs> smell crazy in there. I feel. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know it smell crazy out there. Yeah, you know it smell crazy out there. Like yeah. <laughs> um. Then we get to the, the final one, which is right right brain slash mart martyrdom. Um. And, and this is the third. And they, and they they set up that right brain left brain thing in the, in the very, very top of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which again, this idea of like the two sides of the brain, and one side being, you know, 
the left so, brain the left brain does all of the sort of like control right like all of the, the logic the yeah. logic side of the brain right and then the the right brain is the creativity and and they keep saying kill kill the right brain right or is it yeah right 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 yeah, yeah. again uh it's very it's it's very pretentious people it's yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> like the pretension is like high on this shit uh but uh yeah, this third story is a is a, uh, an unknown man driven by faith who is obsessed with masturbation and watching pornographic videos. Okay, that's that's I guess that's accurate. Yeah. Has some has some nightmares among which are several hooks suck in his penis. That happens as they are pulled. Um, more like flayed, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Female hand appears. Okay, again, whoever wrote this Wikipedia needs to be shot and have hooks in their whatever parts right (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah so it it does follow this guy who's who we get the sense of like we're first introduced to him in like a sort of like he's in like an office like a very kind of like workplace environment looks like he looks kind of like a i don't know like a guy who just works a regular job right like uh he's when he's got a book on the desk that says like canadian accounting or something yeah 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 And and, and we see him like drive his car it's very like they they introduce him in sort of like his everyday uh sort of malaise right the sort of he's, uh, he's a yuppie he's right yeah yeah and he's just someone who who's going through the motions of his day-to-day life um and right. we, but then they start to show like oh he has like a a crucifix like um oh like he has a cross and then they keep showing like oh like he's like they go out of their way to do everything to tell you like he's a religious person right you know what i'm saying like because this is the most this this is when it goes full on like uh religious fervor like (laughs) full on like uh we're talking about religion we're making a statement about our uh the filmmaker is making a statement about religion and you know um and this whole this whole segment which we get to him um at his house after his work day and there's a uh, full bo- full full penetration uh porn on a video on 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 the TV right um, and then of course he's literally yes we see him jerking off they they forever should, I don't, yeah forever <laughs> like literally prolonged prolonged again art school shit prolonged right takes of well, this man jerking off i don't even know if it's a, is a real penis or not i can't tell but you can't it, really tell now. yeah yeah and he's jerking off um uh and it's uh that porno is real as hell, though. Yeah, it's very I mean. real. It's very, it's very real. Like, yeah, it's 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 one of those moments. Like, okay, like this is what like all the crazy shit that we've seen up to this point in this movie. Um, this is the part of the movie where you're like, oh yeah, this would never play in the movie theater. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it would in the film, and it did in the film festivals, but like, I'm sure, yeah. But but it would never play outside of anything. Like, it, yeah, because wow. even the baby stuff that they do, which is clearly like prosthetic effects, right. You might be able to get away with that, maybe. Um, but, maybe. but but this last one, you're like they go so far with it that it's like, oh yeah, this is some shit that like uh, this is definitely true extreme shit and definitely like showing things that. Uh, well, and it and it's lingering, so it lingers so hard on you know he's got the crucifix, uh, he's still got his shirt on, he's he's porky pigging it with a fucking crucifix uh hanging on his chest and he's he's whacking it forever and it feels it feels kind of funny in an era of not like now where we all have porn in our pockets 24/7 yeah, like yeah. and like and it's 
and it's so blase that like you know they're really trying to underline the seediness of this religious guy you know watching a pretty tame uh porn right yeah um, like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's like it's like oh double penetration i've yeah, never yeah, seen yeah. that like and uh and then the you know and then there's a, a just it's insane lingering on come again. Yeah, <laughs> once, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and, and to the point where like he's like, and again yeah. making these overt sort of statements like, okay, so you see, he picks up, he picks up like a, a one of the Canadian coins <laughs> with the queen on it, right? Whatever, whatever amount of money it's worth, <laughs> whatever that's worth, right? And and then like rubs some semen on the queen, like yep. over her, and then like flick and he flicks it, and then like some gets on the screen, the TV screen. Um, it's just yeah, they just go wild with the comb. It's 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 yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's just this is a sticky movie. Um, just. just like, <laughs> Uh, and you're just kind of like, okay. I mean, I, I, I kind of, I kind of get where you're coming from. Some of this kind of just seems like Karim Hussein is young. He's right. a filmmaker, and he's trying to be shocking, but he's also yeah, he's trying, good. he's also trying to like deliver this message in a way that's like, uh, I don't know, like the way you do when you're a young filmmaker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like especially a pretentious young filmmaker so the the pretensions in this movie like there there's like this isn't this is the thing about this movie that people can't say like this movie is not like trash you no. know what i'm saying or it doesn't have aspirations to be trash right like it has aspirations to be sort of like high art um whether right. it is or not is up for debate but it definitely has those aspirations um and and it's sort of it's an interesting film for that reason i mean almost primarily for me like it's interesting just because you see that it's aiming for something higher like you know what i mean like despite showing you that like oh yeah we can like we can cross lines and we can show things that are uh typically well, not 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 shown in films and on a in, in in a way where i mean outside of like x-rated movies but you know um our our, our stuff that is extreme um and that so type that type of transgression, I think, mm -hmm. is um, yeah. Like, I feel like when I was younger, like uh, I used to think, like, because I remember I had a uh, when I was I took a like a creative writing course where there was a kid in the class who would constantly, you know, he'd write like poems about you know nasty shit, and mm -hmm. the professor pointed out he's like. He's like, you know, when you're going to do transgressive stuff, you got to realize right now your audience is a bunch of, you know, like art nerds and you're not going to shock them. So, like, what's the point of doing transgressive? And I was kind of and at the time I kind of rung true with me. I'm like, yeah, like you, you, if you do something shocking, like do it at church or something like that, you know, like don't do it for but you know so like a film school but now today like i it is actually exciting to me to see fucked up shit like it because it's yeah. so yeah. it feels it feels perverse again even though 20 years ago it it didn't feel that way to me it felt like old hat in the early 2000s yeah you know, I, like, yeah i literally yeah. i literally said that on the last episode of of this podcast where i was talking about the first time you know, I came across uh, 
extreme cinema, it was more like it was a dare if more than anything, right? Like I dare you check this out. But now that I watch it, it's completely different. Like it's, it's, it's because it is, it, it is it, that transgressiveness is important. Like, and, and, it, and it's, and especially in a, a world where, where the film industry has become so uh, just an assembly line of kind of IP, like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, everything has been sort of we're so inundated with 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 this sort of soulless content like you know what i mean like and and we're so conscious of things being sort of uh palatable and safe and not 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 uh you know like the discussions that are had today are very surface level and very reactionary across the the spectrum right in a very right. general sense but uh i feel like to do anything transgressive now um it feels so outside the norm that like anytime i encounter it now it just it it it's that's it just speaks to the state of art you know what i mean that at this moment in time where like this stuff back then, I feel like if we were the same age as we are now back then, we probably wouldn't feel uh, as strongly, probably, because that era before this era, uh, it was kind of an expectation that 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 certain risks were kind of taken by, right. but you know what I mean. And now it's like, no, why would you do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, like you, yeah, you're, that, you're not going to reach four quadrants if you do that. Like, right. why would? why would you risk the bottom line? You know, why would it's, you yeah, risk offending it's, it's, somebody like, yeah. It's, it's so, yeah, it's so ec economically driven. It's so like, it's all about sort of like the amount of money that you can make off of. It, basically we, we are now at the, that place in late stage capitalism where like everything that you do has to make money. And if you, if you're doing something that doesn't make money, why are you, why, why? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's pretty much the the I think that's the sentiment that uh, pretty much the majority of people share, whether they do it, whether they outright just say that or whether they don't. But they sort of still feel that way based on their actions or their attitudes about shit, which is just like, yeah, like, why are you it, you don't make a lot of money doing this or you don't make. Well, why are you doing it then? <laughs> you know right, what I'm saying? Like, right. like this idea of like. Uh, uh, uh art is solely solely made as a product um so like yeah stuff like this becomes more more transgressive right in a weird way you know what i mean like um i yeah yeah like there's there's no way that uh karim hussein um wouldn't get backlash if he released this movie today like you know what i mean like there's just no right. way like you know what i mean he would be uh called every kind of name i mean i'm sure he was probably criticized during there 2000 when this came out to a certain degree but you know at the, the expectation at that moment in time was like well yeah like it's an art movie it, 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 this kind of thing it. Yeah, yeah he's pushing it he's pushing it um i it, mean it, like i think i bet his, his, his critics at the time were probably mainly just not so much about the content but about like the obvious likeness of some of the messaging maybe. yeah yeah the the the, the like, heavy-handed like symbolism yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like because i mean literally the next part of the movie is the uh 
rebasing the crop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are, you're good. I'm glad you was about to say that. Yeah, literally when they melt down a, a, a crucifix, the, the opiate of the, of the yeah, yeah then shoot it, and they don't just shoot it in the, or shoot it in his head with a syringe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, the, the, uh, it's no secret. I, Karim Hussein's feelings on Christianity and religion. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have, it's, uh, I don't think we leave this movie not feeling that we kind of like know where his stance is. I don't there's know. No if it's, ambiguity there. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, like yeah, no, zero <laughs> ambiguity. It's pretty clear. Um, the, the 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 shooting up of <laughs> of a fucking of, of a crucifix. <laughs> Uh, that moment is great. And then after they shoot up the crucifix, like uh, there's there's the the guy is like he's like naked in in like it's ba- again it's like baptism, literal baptism. He's like laying in this, I don't know if you want to call it like a stream, like you know, but <laughs> like oh yeah, yeah 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 he's like washing over him and it's very uh, everything is. And then we didn't even talk about like then he starts to hallucinate and he sees Jesus, and then it's it's literally like Jesus. First, we see Jesus like, uh, like in the in the in the city somewhere in Canada. I'm, maybe that's Toronto. I don't know. And he's like There's downtown in the modern there. city, but he's got his his crown of thorns on, and he's, you know, he's like basically anguish. He looks anguished, and he's in pain, and he's like no one's no one's paying attention to him. He's like looking up at like buildings, and then then we see like three naked women um, kind of on top of him, and and then it be, again, literally eating the flesh and drinking the blood of Christ literally right. like you know what i mean like this idea that you know the communion the holy communion well yeah they're literally start eating his flesh and they're literally and, and they make jesus eat his own flesh and then and the one girl pees on him yeah the one we're... girl pees on him and then yeah, uh yeah. um she started uh masturbating with his guts well yeah literally um, yeah masturbating with the entrails of, of Jesus. <laughs> like it's again very pretentious very over the top yes yes the messaging is like they're he's hitting you with a sledgehammer like with right. with 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 the imagery and like what he's trying to say um and <laughs> yes while this doesn't really shock me like i know that this this imagery is would shock a lot of people you know what i mean like but for I, me, I think i this think is most the least people shocking are... part for me. I think most people are cool with a branch going up Jesus's ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He gets evil dead anally right. Yeah. Um uh but but yeah, like I mean again, like if you're not someone who's exposed to sort of like uh transgressive cinema and experimental cinema, um these this kind of stuff, this sort of like people would be would describe this as like blasphemous and like you know, right. kind of the same kind of way that they thought probably thought about like scorsese's last passion you know or you know like uh, was right, right. Yeah, yeah yeah like uh, i said last passion <laughs> last, one, yeah. last, last passion of christ <laughs> right <laughs> that's not the name of the movie um uh temptation, but yes, yeah yeah the tempted last temptation of christ um similar kind of i'm pretty sure people would i i know very religious people that would probably have a, take be very offended by this segment but me this is the least this is the least offensive because it's so like try hard and people i mean like there's i so another so like another part of this that i realized was mm-hmm. i, I kind of came to this uh trend you know all in on transgressive thing a while back because mm-hmm. i remember when i was a kid i didn't like 
um john waters very much i yeah, thought like yeah. i was just like oh i get it he you know he's a bratty little guy like you know being bratty and it's not that funny to me but then i started watching his stuff a few years ago and and i'm like oh yeah this stuff is fun and like it's fun to be a shithead and like it's yeah, and yeah. uh um, and then, but I just saw, um, I think there's multiple maniacs, um, the, and they do a whole, like divine gets like fucked in a, in a church. And yeah, then yeah. there's a whole, there's a bunch of Jesus, uh, stuff going on there too. Like, and that's, you know, 30 years before this, yeah. and that's a goofy comedy. Like, right. um, so like it's... this kind of stuff is this kind of blasphememing stuff has been on, you know what's in major you, films yeah. you know it's very john waters is very interesting because john waters is someone i knew about very young um and like was a, movies like his those his those movies were i think i believe my maybe my mom and dad had seen like that stuff you know what i mean like in yeah, the yeah. pink flamingos and knew about divine and all that shit and like um it's just weird how he's his career is so unique because it's like He's he was definitely doing transgressive stuff, even for today's standards, that stuff is still transgressive. Right. right. But he just got accepted in a way that most people that doing or trafficking in that kind of art don't. He has and he's like John Waters is like everyone's his uncle in a weird way. <laughs> like, you know, right, what I mean? right. like his, his images become like softened. But I remember even back when I was young and I didn't really when first exposed to this idea. Who's this John Waters guy? Like, I didn't really know. Like, why should I'm like, how did I know about him? You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird how he be how he became um, this persona in this filmmaker uh, doing this stuff that's very outsider and very uh, against the grain, to say the least. Um, and he's a he was able to get away with it, like um, because like it's funny, like people love John Waters and it's like some of the people that would cancel people like, or like, right, right. like it's like do you they love john waters it's like you know are you familiar with his work <laughs> you like you never watch his movies <laughs> like right like i don't even know like you know it's weird is he's just there's some people get a pass right some people just get a pass and like john waters is for whatever reason we could debate about why that is but he's definitely because he's definitely doing things that are on par with some of the stuff we see in this in this movie oh yeah no, you know I what mean, i mean he, it's he's it's the poor taste um, and that's kind of become a big rallying cry is like mm. just being in support of poor taste for the sake of, sake of poor taste. taste. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. it's kind of like, it's just what I'm about now. Like, I, mm. I just, I don't want it to die. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to fan the flames, you know, I'm trying to keep the spark from going out. And yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, and I think, and I, yeah, I do think it is absolutely wild that you I'll listen to a podcast where there, you know, people who will cancel somebody for words and then like they'll they'll be like, Oh, and John Waters is just the greatest. Yeah, like, they love John are Waters. That guy like I a hates that stuff, like that, you know, yeah. he the he likes poor taste still. Like he's like eighty and, and like yeah. Yeah. If you look at what it, you look at the movies he champions like that's still his his his, his whole thing is yep. you know it doesn't have to be politically motivated it just he likes like fucked up stuff <laughs> and right. uh right and then like but then people will just full-throatedly endorse him and i 
I don't know. You I know, guess. I, you know what I think it is. I think it is. I think it's because it's the the fact that Divine is. I mean, Divine was a drag queen, right? right. And 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 I feel like it's very because it the current the current moment, like even putting a a drag queen in something, is viewed as very forward and progressive. And because John Waters did a, not only one but a series of films where Divine was the star, I feel like that's the that it gives it a it gives this weird sort of uh, layer of protection over the work, right? To where they're not it actually assessing all of the things in it, like they're and they're probably not even watching the movies really, but right. they just see oh they just see Divine and they're like well of course like John Waters is great and it's like right. you know what I mean and it's like well yeah I mean. But he's probably great, but not for the reasons that you think he is. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, he's probably great because of the fact that, like, it's his transgressive nature, like, and his ability, his willingness to buck the sort of social norms and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, and depict sort of people of a certain uh, cast. You know what I mean? Like, uh, people that are, that aren't aren't typically seen um, in film in any kind of like mainstream way. Or, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like that's lost too. I feel like the closest we get to that kind of stuff now is like this weird poverty porn. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. which is what like uh, filmmakers, like um, what's the guy who did the Florida project in Tangerine? Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Sean, um, Sean Baker. Sean Baker. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the criticisms that people have about Sean Baker. It's like your movies are kind of like po poverty porn. I don't necessarily, uh, have that opinion about Sean Baker necessarily, but I haven't really like weighed it that much either. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. Well, he I, did. You see Red Rocket? Red Rocket is one of the the one the, with Simon the Rex. New, that's this. That's yeah. the. I still haven't watched Red Rocket. <laughs> Red Rocket is Red Rocket is. I've heard it's good. That, but, oh, I loved it. It's mm, it's fucked up. It's mm. and it's a it's a guy who's literally fucking an underage chick. Right. And right. Like he's he's like a suitcase pimp in you know, uh, Southern Texas. And, he, and it's all about him, like promising, he's trying to be trying to be uh, to latch on to, you know, this young girl who's mm -hmm. not even legal yet, um, who he wants to turn into a porn star. Yeah, and it's just hilarious. And he's like, super charming. And it's super funny. And it's like, it's a, really it's a, co a, it's a, it's a comedy. comedy. Yeah. It's a comedy about grooming. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. And it's and it's great. And it's like mm -hmm. and it's not heavy handed. It's like it's it's like genuinely a funny, like but that's probably movie. why Red Rocket didn't get any, any... Yeah, that's a hundred percent. Like it's because of the subject matter. The subject matter right. is why it, it that's not gonna fly with the people in the academy now, given right. you know what I mean, given the sort of subject matter is very sensitive. Again, like the academy's knee jerk, they're reactionary and they're kind of like dumb. So like, right. you know, like, uh, and so it's like one of those things where they're like, oh, how dare he make a movie about that? Because it's, that's bad. It's like, yeah, but yeah, you should be point. real serious about it. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Like, that's kind of the point. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's weird. We're at a, we're at a weird place. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we're at a weird place in general in the world. But like when it comes to sort of like assessing um, art, because everything has to be past these weird checklists. Uh, and but the weird thing about it is like the people that are saying it needs to pass this checks checklist for moral reasons aren't quite connecting the dots that their morality is directly tied to the marketability for profit. 
Right. And they don't see that. And it's like, no, no, no. Like the reason that they're, they're not doing certain things or, or certain movies aren't getting uh, proper releases or acclaim or, you know, greenlit at all is not because, oh, they feel that that's the taboo subject. It's because, no, they feel that it's not going to make them the money they need or that's going to be a problem. Uh, you know, it's not HR approved. And the we controversy is going to be too much. Right. To, we, to right. Right. The yeah. Yeah, exactly. The controversy is not, we like controversy, but we we like the good controversy, the kind right. that's going to get, it's going to make sell tickets. And this isn't, this is going to be too much blowback. We're not even going to touch it. You know, it's, it's a corporate right. decision. Right. And I don't think people can like, they're not making those connections. They're thinking like, Oh, like, Again, it's like this idea of like a moral corporation. It's like that's an oxymoron. You know what I mean? It's right. like when corporations, you know, now it's like every month it's Black History Month. Now they've got like uh fucking we're gonna do black history themed fucking uh I don't know, pick a pick a fucking product. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go buy the black history Dorito bag, you know, like with fucking right. Terry Tubman on it. Or 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 fucking it's a, it's now it's Pride Month and now we're gonna buy every product is rainbow. It's like these corporations don't give a fuck about none of these causes. They're they you know what I'm saying? It's it's blatant it's blatantly like cynical. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, but yet what what kills me is the amount of people that buy into it. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh yeah it's like it's like you know you know, there's no such thing as like again a good corporation. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, there's, like, there's, you know there's a room where people there's a room where people in at Bud Light at Budweiser like sat there mm-hmm. and they said like like how much are, is the controversy gonna fuck us when we do have a trans artist you know do something uh, for us and how much is that just gonna give us you know more sales at gay bars like right. and it's not and it and they decided like it was better to alienate um, a certain group of people and to, in order to cater to another group of people and it was you know dollars and cents they didn't like you know yeah. <laughs> like they right. they, they right. knew how much they would lose and how much they would gain. Like, yeah, yeah. It would yeah. be it, it would be great if they actually cared about the things, but it's like oh, they totally. but they don't. <laughs> like you know, so it's no. just weird that people people obsess about like this these things, that, and it's like yo, like again with the rise of of artificial intelligence and and sort of uh, cor- big corporations, specifically media, you know, the industry, they're 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 uh, already got their their they've already got it like figured out like in their brain, like how can we use this? Okay. We're going to use this, but right. how can we use this? Because it's perfect for us because it's a machine and they it could, it eliminates the human element and we can utilize this to make our product that's safe, that, that can mimic all of the things that humans actually do. Um, but again, it's only, it's only, a, it's not, it's not original. It can't do originality. You know what I mean? It, it, it can only do sort of a facsimile of, what a human does so um i mean but again i i feel like the stuff that's coming out in mass is already kind of that anyways so right yeah that that's the thing like the people that feel threatened the most by by ai are are the people that are pretty much already doing that they're like ai is going to take my job you're like yeah he is he (laughs) she it (laughs) whatever whatever ai's pronouns are uh uh a uh, fucking uh, AI is that can take your your job because you because you're it's literally doing what you do, which is a template, which is, oh, 
fucking uh what movie just made a bunch of money in the box office oh uh fucking the new evil dead did good okay we need uh another thing in the vein of evil dead uh in the style of sam raimi okay that's what they were already doing right. and that's what you do when you use chat dpt right it's, it's chat gpt can can mimic styles you know what i mean like give me a script or give me a scene with about a you know a guy who wants to fall in love with you know his neighbor or whatever okay and written in the style of fucking name famous filmmaker you know what i mean like and it it can spit out a version of that but like literally uh that's how most i'd say most I mean, I really need to stop with the generalizations, <laughs> but right. I can't help myself. Uh, but um, that's how a lot of people that I know, and that's how all of the all of the representation in in Hollywood works. Like, if you talk to like uh, managers and agents, that's literally what they say to you. Like, they'll be like, "Okay, we need something that's like Terminator, because that's hot right now with a female lead." Okay. And then write that, you know, they're already calculated. So it's like, it's already in, in, in people who are working in the industry right now that are doing that they're That's why it's threatening to them because they are already operating from that sort of derivative ass way of approaching. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's weird, but like, well, and that's how people pitch books now too is, right. is X, you know, with X, mm. but featuring, you know, this archetypal character and, and it's, you know, it's all an equation. And um, I feel like a, at a certain point in the past, like you, you'd be offended if somebody, you know, reduced your shit that way. But now yeah. that's how you sell yourself. <laughs> like you'd be like, yeah, it's just a mix of this and that. And mm-hmm. here we go. This should make some money for you. So. Right. And also that's like a short, that was always like historically, right. That's all you, that's just like a shorthand, right. That's a shorthand right. for for like you describing it in, in, in a few words to eat, like to somebody into, into, or to yourself, like, just because like you're all art is influenced by the world around it. And right. Other art, right? We, you're always pulling from influences. Right. But there's a, there's a difference between like creating by like in, by the certain influences that you take in and then straight up ripping it off. Like there's a difference, like, you know what right. I mean? There's a difference. Like you're, it's like, it's like you, you're making it your own is a totally different aspect and it's like it's a difference in approach right where it's like no that's not even like to them that's that's exactly what they're doing like how many movies are literally die hard right you know what i'm saying like beat for beat die hard you know what i mean like and they don't even fucking hide it you know and it's like what are you doing different then you're not you know what i mean like it's like what's that fucking santa claus movie that came out it's die hard with santa claus like fucking uh, violet night yeah it's like it's literally Die Hard with Santa Claus, dog. Like it's beat for beat. Like it's like the first, the, the first Fast and the Furious, right? It's beat for beat, point break. Yep. It's point break with tuner cars. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like they are. It's, so like, if people are already doing that, which I know people who are literally doing that, like right now, they're like their new fucking script. They're like, yeah, like it's this with that, and it's like, yeah, but like you know, like you're supposed to like, it's okay to be influenced by the thing, but like you just have to learn how to steal better. <laughs> like, you know, like, right. like, like, because there's an art to it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's an art to it. And I feel like, uh, yeah, we just, we just weird. Like, I don't know, like there's a way you do it. And then there's a way, there's a way you don't do it. Um, 
And it's like, and you know it when you see it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause you can tell it's like, no, 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 that person, like the skill, the way they did that, it's skillful the way they incorporated something and they took from that and made it something else. And then there's just like, yeah, that was just lazy. You just like took it like, and you didn't even, you didn't even do enough to it to make it distinguishable. In fact, now it's just a lesser version of the thing we already know. It's you know what I mean? It's a, yeah, yeah. it's a copy of a copy. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a generation loss. You know what I'm saying? Like when you record on a VHS tape multiple times, you know what I mean? It's like a fucking generation loss. And some of these fucking stuff that comes out are like multiple layers of generation loss. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, this is like the shittiest copy of a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. And it's not even the cool way. Like, you know, it's like, fuck. So right. no, yeah, that's not, it's not a, you know, yeah, it's not like you, you, you know, classic example. It's not, you took the, the soul song riff and turned it into a beat for a fucking cool rap song. Like right. It's, it's like it's, sampling. Right. Right. It's like, like, like how like hip hop producers sample, they would literally take something from and make a, something new out of something old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, Oh yeah. They would take a beat break and flip it. And now it's like a whole new thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, a, that's, that's kind of an example of the right way to do it. And ironically right. people would be like, that's stealing. I'm like, no, that's different. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? That's actually different. They're making something completely new. You know, there now there are bad examples of samples. Like we know it too. But like, okay, like you just took the whole sting song. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You didn't do nothing new with it. You know what I mean? You didn't flip it. You didn't we see those and that that those are the more egregious sort of ones that are more offensive. But then there's right. ones there's there's songs that like like that mob deep that for a long time no one knew the shook one sample. For decades, right. no one knew until one day somebody figured it out. But it took forever. No one knew what they couldn't find. What, what uh, who havoc? Who makes? Who was the producer uh, in the group? Like they couldn't find what he sampled. Like for for right. fucking literal decades. And that's what I mean by like they can you can take something from one thing and make something completely uh, indistinguishable. Like you know what I'm saying? Like are 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 not indistinguishable, but like it's 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 it on the surface it seems so original that like it's hard to even like find the the influence you know what i mean because it's like oh shit like they did something so unique with it that like people aren't even approaching it as oh this is uh taking from another thing you know what i mean like right. and that's like that takes actual like ability talent you know like that takes actual skill as opposed to just die hard on a boat die hard right. on a fucking you know i don't mean i mean i have people I know who literally have a movies movies coming out that are die hard on a thing. You know what right. I mean? I mean, and I guess, Hey, if it works, you, you got paid, I guess, whatever. But like, you just did die hard on a thing. <laughs> like, you know what well, I mean? Like, uh, it's not going to have do, cultural staying power. You know? I think, I think what's interesting though, is like for as, as watered down as shit is, it is interesting to me how extreme violence is like, in everything in pop culture now right like how it's like it is pretty wild how how like you know like you've mentioned violent night mm -hmm. like or i did and i just watched uh renfield like you know neither <laughs> of them great, great yeah. yeah neither of them are good movies but like like they it was wild like these are like dumb comedies and like there's like and it's not good it's like all the cgi blood that i hate um mm. but uh it and like especially fucking Renfield is just gloopy, looks like shit. But it's like mm -hmm. this is so violent for like a fucking regular ass comedy, and this is 
and uh, and I'm I like that. I mean, I like more violence is good to me, but it it is weird that like so much of pop culture it's can be that violent. Violent, yeah. Yet, yet we yet everything else is so whack, and yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's a whole discussion of of uh, you know Blood Meridian being done. And like they're never gonna be able well, to do that, right? <laughs> how are you how are you gonna how are you gonna make that have an effect when yeah. like like it's so mainstream to mm. be like reffing levels of violent now? Like yeah. it's it's like but it's yeah. not ten years ago anymore. Yeah, because like we see real life the death on our media all the time, and it's just you know it's normalized, you know. So it's like whether right. it's a school shooting or you know whatever, you know, like that guy who got killed on the subway recently, like like you know what I mean? Like we see that kind of stuff all the time. So right. it's, but it's weird because and it's, it's funny you mentioned uh, Rimfield because I was listening to a podcast um, and I kind of rolled my eyes because they were talking about going to see Rimfield, right? But one of the hosts was talking about taking her kids to see it because their kids are young and somebody was explaining like, well, it doesn't... It, you could probably take her and she's like, yeah, I could probably take her. Cause it's like, it's just, it's got a lot of violence, but there's no sex. So I could probably take her. And it's like, <laughs> and not even realizing like, like, did you, you hear what you just said? Like, and that's, that, that's the problem. With, so yeah, that's, hard. <laughs> that's the problem with Americans though. Like we're real. Like we, we think it, we're super fine with violence and like sex is the worst thing you could ever do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so weird. It's such a weird American thing where we're so that Puritan, that Puritan streak that runs through us is still strong. Like, you know what I mean? To this day where it's like we can watch people get decapitated and murdered, shot a million times like John Wick. Uh, but you God forbid you sh you have any sort of sex or any sort of let, let right. alone like uh, uh, a depiction of a of of a, of, a, of a man sexualizing a woman, or you know, like God forbid, that's the worst thing ever. And it's to me that is so that is such a dysfunctional, unhealthy view to have. You know what I mean? Like when sex is an actual natural part of 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 life, and also like the reason we're all here. Like, right. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like it's this thing that's supposed to be like. Can it be? Is it? Can it be? Usually, when is sex really bad? It's when it's violent, right? Right. right. Like that's usually when it's but people don't even have a problem with people have a problem with it on any level. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, it's just but yet they're so comfortable. We're so comfortable as a society with depictions of violence and death and murder and mayhem. Well, now and now it becomes a discussion of like, you know, was the were the performers, you know, coerced into this scene? Like, did they right. want to do this scene? I actually heard somebody uh I think they were praising like they 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 were praising John Wick four, but they prefaced it by like, well, I don't think like stunt men should have to get hurt just to make a movie or some shit like that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you don't like movies, do you? <laughs> like, yeah, like, people, yeah, it's a good like, point. It's a good point, cool. Peter. Like these people don't. I've said this before. These people don't like movies. Like they don't. But 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 they don't like movies. They don't like art. But like, but they like the culture, the cultural cachet that saying you do or they like the communal aspect of or the, you know, that communal participation aspect of like you watch this thing, you watch this show. I like this movie. I like this genre. People like that because it's like a group thing. Right. It's a way that people can participate in, 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 in with everyone else. But they really don't right. like the shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like they really don't like the shit. Like, it, it, and it doesn't, it's not just the viewers. It's like the motherfuckers making the stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you really, like, how many movies do you watch where you are like, oh, like this filmmaker, the, like the people behind this movie don't like, don't like this. Like, they don't like it. They're just doing a job. Because I feel like that's the majority of the things I see when I go into the theater half, at least half the time, right. if not more. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I just feel that way. I'm like, man, they, did they even like, like, they, why are they, they doing this? <laughs> they, saw, they saw Dallas. I, I mean, mm. yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know who set out to, I mean, I, everybody, like, we have to, we have to preface everything by let people make money or whatever. <laughs> but like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. but like, it's also like, did you really, your goal after making, cop car was to, <laughs> to you know like a, a decent little genre movie your goal really was to be the spider-man guy like make a big fucking computer game like you know eight times like yeah. give me a break yeah like, it's, it's, and i it's, liked cop car i liked that movie. Yeah, too like yeah. like fucking cop car was solid and i would i'd watch and they go do a marvel I'd watch, movie i'd rather watch <laughs> 10 more of those than any spider-man movie yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. it's just I, you know, I wouldn't even have a problem with it. Look, again, like I know I know I rail about this all the time on this podcast, but like I wouldn't have a problem with somebody going and getting that 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 money gig, right? Go ahead, get it. But but like the problem becomes like that's all they do after that. You know right. what I'm saying? They, people like to talk about like one for them, one for me. Very few people actually do that though. You no. know what I'm saying? Like uh, they just continue to do the one for them over and over again because it's lucrative. It's financially lucrative. But it's like, come on, man. Like I just I, half the time I just know like I'm like, it's you know, it's like it would be cool if you got the money and then like continue to like do use use that to position yourself to do the things you want to do, because now you have the uh, the the. Now people know who you are, you know what I'm right. saying? So it's going to point more people in the direction of whatever you do next. You know what I mean? And that should be sort of like you, that should be people taking advantage of that kind of situation, but far too often they just are like, okay, I'm going to completely say what you want about generation, you know, X and, and like how they were like, you know, like fucking sellouts and all that shit, even, and they grew right. up to kind of sell out, but like, um, at least they had an, at least they had a concept of what that was and knew that it wasn't good. Right. And now I feel like people don't even know that. Like, that's not even that to them. That's like weird. Like, what are you talking about? And it's like, no, I'm never going to advocate for people. I know how it is, man. Like, I know how it is. Like, make money. Yes, because you need to to live, to survive in this fucking neoliberal hell. Right. But but uh, you know that you can make decisions and choices where like. You 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 take the money that you make and you use that to to allow yourself some stability so that you can do the and continue to do the work that you actually have some sort of, uh, I don't know, like something that you actually give a fuck about something that you, something that, you know, you something you have some skin in the game with for, you know what I'm saying? Like, as opposed to, you know, something that's like not no pun intended. Cause we're talking, we're talking about subconscious cruelty, something that's not bloodless. You know what I mean? Like, right. like, you know, something that's not bloodless. Like, uh, and I feel like far too often, like the aspiration is to be someone like James Gunn, 
You know what I mean? Um, and I'm like, which is again, that's a, there's a situation right there where that's a guy who, who at a certain point was sort of kind of interesting, and Whoa. like now it's like no, he just wants to do these fucking comic book things all the time. So he's gonna do all three Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and then he's gonna fucking then he does a Suicide Squad movie, and now he's running DC. It's like. It's like, dude, did you even really read comic books when you grew up? Come on, right. bro. Like to that <laughs> level, you know, you didn't like it's just again, it's just it's like, OK, well, you, you, whatever, you know, but you're but you're financially if you're fine, you know what I'm saying? But but you made a lot of money. I mean, you put your brother who's absolutely untalented in your movies. But but you know what I'm saying? Like you've done a, you've done some things for some people close to you, I guess. So I guess that's commendable to some degree. But it's also like, OK, but you you're literally banal. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're you're making complete things that are completely uninteresting, like outside of being absolutely disposable, like fucking you're making Doritos, you're making McDonald's cinematically. You know what I'm saying? Because right. you, you, you people consume it. It goes through their body and it doesn't do anything. There's no nutrition. They don't. It's done. You you take it. You take it in. And you keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? And, so. But I but do think. Yeah, I think we are getting more. Like you know the WGA thing, we are learning more about how little people make for even the garbage that they make. Well, here's you the know, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing though. Here's the thing about that, and and I, from my 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 experience and my being close up a little bit, knowing what people get paid and not, what people don't understand is you're right. Like the pay hasn't for for sort of TV hasn't gone up, right? And more right. people are falling, are, are are struggling to get by. But what they leave out of that is there's more people in TV than ever. Right. So, you know, that's one of the things where it's like because of the because of the streaming era and the need for these streaming platforms to have a million TV shows to fill their fucking slate. Right. To their programming. Um, and because that's where all the jobs went after sort of the initial uh, bottom fill out of uh, theatrical in the DVD market. You know what I mean? Um all of these people in film fled to the TV space. And not only that, but TV has always been sort of a lesser art in a lesser art form. Um, and sort of, the, I've said this before too, like TV is the one, the one, if you want to get into entertainment and, and label yourself as a creative, uh, just do TV because all it takes is being, the, having the ability to, to, to make, make connections and relationships. Um, right. That's all you need. You don't actually need ability to get into a room. You just got to know a few people and you know, round nose, and then get into position where they give you an opportunity to be a writing assistant, where you just you know, and if you could get the writing assistant and you do that, which is basically getting people coffee and writing down notes and shit, do that well enough, and you show up, then guess what? Maybe next they bring you on as a low level staff writer, and now you're in. You know what I mean? Right. And it's a room full of twelve writers. So if you really can't write, guess what? They'll help you. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll cover. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of ways to hide in that in that in that world, and like that's why, like when when during the WGA strike, which I fully support, like of again course, solidarity, yeah. I fully support the writer strike. I'm not I'm not saying that, but that's why like some of the signs that you see are really bad. When people, some people have been like making fun of some of the signs. They're like, these are writers. Why is these signs so bad? Maybe this is why the shows are bad. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna, <laughs> you're not lying. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these people right. are bad. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they're not really good writers. That doesn't mean you should underpay people, but I'm just saying like, they're not good. And like, um, but yeah, like the pay has, the pay has remained stagnant. It's, it's remained at a level where it's at, but there's far more people doing TV. Like it's been flooded with people. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so there's so much, there's so many, like, that's why the majority of people out there are TV writers. Not unless like there's some feature writers still out there, but the majority of the people out on the picket line are, are actually of the 10,000 members in the guild. Um, the majority of them are, are significant. Majority of them are actually in TV. Um, right. And yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, I don't even know how we got onto that, but, but, that, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it, 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 it just, it's just funny that uh, we've reached this point where like people aren't making you you do find oh people aren't making a lot of money doing this but, but like yeah when you go on one of those streaming shows one of those Netflix shows and shit like and it depending upon if you're a low level staff writer like and you're living on top of that you're living in LA which I did like the cost of living is high as fuck so right. like that might be a decent a decent money if you lived in the Midwest or something but not out there. You know, right. you gotta you gotta be a certain level of writer on those shows, and then you can get paid. So don't get it twisted. Like showrunners get paid well, um, um, senior writers on shows get paid well. You know, like all of those producer credits. That's that's the producers. That's when you when the show comes on and you see all these producer names. Those are just writers. That's just they assign those titles because with those titles come a, come a certain amount of pay. You know, and that's negotiated when you sign your, you know, your deal or whatever. Right. So like, if you're, you know, if you get an executive EP credit, that means you're making more money. So like the people that I know who, who have a careers in TV, I, none of them are hurting. I mean, like it's the people who are in like low level staff, first staff writers. Like, I mean, like literally like this is their first or second show. Right. And right. are like, They've been or they maybe they maybe they've done something in a TV capacity and now they've finally got into the writer's room. It's those people. But those people who are like, oh, they've written on 10 shows and they but they're like legitimate, like uh, experienced writers who are doing a lot of like work in the writer's room as opposed to like maybe the lower, like the less experienced ones who are kind of like getting a lot of help. Those people are getting paid a lot. You know what I'm saying? So so it's just again, but it. That's that's what everything, right? Like, I'm not in the guild, you know what I'm saying? But like, I'm not making money nowhere near like Aaron Sorkin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right. You know, like not even close. What I, I'm making pocket change, <laughs> like like Aaron Sorkin, the money I make, Aaron Sorkin falls out of Aaron Sorkin's pocket, and then he just forgets about it, and it's like, oh yeah, it's in the, oh I'll just leave it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like the 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 it's the 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 golf between the have and have nots is a, is very vast. You know what I mean? Right. Like. But that's indicative of the whole the whole country, you know, and like but 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 yeah, you get to see it in in, in a stark that stark contrast is starting to really uh, and the studios are try, are just they're not going to they're, 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 you got to fucking force them to do the right thing because they're not gonna <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, they're not gonna. But you're right. You're right. It is illuminating to probably for a lot of people to see like how little a lot of these writers are getting paid. They're really getting fucked. You know what I mean? Well, and the the lack of like, especially when it comes to TV, mm. like you know, there's no such thing as reruns anymore. So mm. like residuals aren't a thing. The residuals like, is where they're really fucking because of streaming. They like they don't want to pay. They have these contracts where they where they basically say you get no residuals. Right. Like like this is a one time negotiated fee upfront for no 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 residuals. You know what I'm saying? And residuals are like how a lot of people for 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 decades were able to continue to to pay their bills to keep the lights on right those residual checks were, were real money you know what i mean and they was like fuck that fuck paying people for this shit like we want to be able to uh, stream these shows in per uh, perpetuity and you get nothing 
accept the fucking whatever we whatever you signed for the little handful of cash we gave you on the front end. That's it. And that's got to stop. You know what I'm saying? The strike was inevitable. Like it was it was one yeah. of those things that had been looming for years and everyone knew it. Um, you know what I mean? And it, it it it's a significant it's a significant thing for sure. Um, but yeah, like uh, swinging that back, swinging it back around to some to, to sort of uh, subconscious cruelty. Um, right. <laughs> it's all related. It's all related. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 really like interesting to to see something like this a a a work of of transgressiveness like this um and and sort of weigh it against the current crop of movies that you see coming out like that are viewed as like oh indie or uh things that are i don't know like it's there's 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 something there's something to be said about the the people pushing pushing fucking boundaries you know what i mean like um and the the way that people write it off is they say oh that's edgelord shit right that's that's the that's the that's that's become the way that you can dismiss anything that's sort of like pushing people's buttons or pushing envelope or pushing the envelope right like they're like oh you're just they're just being an edgelord or they're just doing things for the sake of shock value and um and who cares if they are like right. as long as someone is as long as someone is doing something that's right. interesting but if it but if it's causing people <laughs> to have that reaction then it's effective uh, totally you know what totally. i'm saying like that's what people are like leaving out of the of the of the conversation where they're like right. yeah but you felt strongly you feel strongly about this right Boom. So whatever they you could whatever criticisms you have for 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 a film or a, a filmmaker or an artist, right? Like they provoked a strong reaction from you, and that means something. And that's of a how valid, much? How, that's yeah, a that's cool response. To right. Get. How how many things do are we do we see now that don't do anything like that? Right. Like it's just like oh yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that is yeah. the worst. That is the worst thing. That is the worst thing you, you can make something and people are indifferent. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like a big I mean, swing is, is right. Is it's worth more than a perfectly okay. You know, right. like a, a big swing counts for me way more than just you know decent. <laughs> like it, it's just, Ooh. and that's why something like this, which yeah, it's it's over obvious, but like it's not every movie has uh, fish hooks in a guy's dick for yeah. five yeah. minutes. Like it's fucking crazy. Like, he gets the, the the worst the worst hand job ever. <laughs> the world, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, that's that's what that is the uh, the 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 happy ending in hell. <laughs> like you, know you get lightheaded, yeah, you get yeah, lightheaded like, from blood loss. Not yeah, just that's some shit, that's some Clive Barker esque shit right there. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like that's like see that this movie. This is the shit that you see in this movie should have been in that new Hellraiser. Oh my god, yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? Like the type of things that you see uh, in subconscious cruelty were what the new Hellraiser lacked. Ironically, uh, too, uh, because like this is subconscious cruelty is 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 about like it de- it definitely is a, a a direct critique of of Christianity and heaven and you know what I mean? It deals with that heaven and hell shit like literally. Like so it's like in a way it's like 
Why did they should have probably got Karim to do the new Hellraiser? They right? probably should have. I mean, that, <laughs> that, that, that Hellraiser, it was it was like I said before, it, it was just strictly the violence, but none mm. of the the religious, you know, mm. poking and and none of the sexual stuff. Like, right. It was strictly just like, oh, we can do some CGI, you know, gore and some violence, but like, we're not gonna provoke anybody for their religious beliefs. We're not gonna, you know, bring in the 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 BDSM aspect of it. Right. Where only only in the only in the fucking costume and like, that's it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it. yeah. And the costumes weren't even that crazy. Like, yeah, they were, yeah, they were yeah. <laughs> all like, like how hard is this? Like, you like it's like. I, I, apparently it's very hard but like Why do you, you, you get the sense that they're like they're they're having people like in these departments and then in, in that have no they don't actually know what that world is and it's like why don't you just get somebody that actually knows what that shit is like right. to help you create that that shit because it's clear this is just like you some vanilla people like you know what i'm saying with very sort of like vanilla bland which is fine whatever but like but you're depicting something that is not <laughs> like so well, it's like it is kind of clear that you don't understand what it is it's like that 50 even, even you know? well yeah and even imagine like if you got like some famous you know sex worker to be the technical advisor that could be a selling point to your promotion of the movie is like yeah. you know we we were heavily involved with some you know lgbtq member of the bdsm community and they came up with these twisted scenarios you know it's like instead it was just like it was so and the problem just... is you know what you're just interesting because it's like we do live in an age where there are there are all sorts of advisors but but again but all the advisors are like kind of like fake like you know right. what i mean like they're like they 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 may have a the correct like identity but it's very surface level though like because they're actually not like they just pass the visual test maybe like oh like you look like oh you well the visual test you're a woman okay cool but yeah but it's like but 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 what about what does what level of like knowledge or expertise does she have though about the specific subject that she's brought in to advise on right you know, that seems to like not matter like you know what i mean like it's like uh it's weird because at that level they're obsessed with credentialism, but meanwhile, like the people that they kind of bring in based on sort of the, under the guise of having credentials really don't have them. They have like superficial credentials. You know what I mean? Like they really don't have a sort of expertise in the thing that they have kind of, maybe they have some sort of, uh, I don't know. Maybe they have, pre, maybe they, again, Maybe they occupy a certain identity that that's that that that's necessary, but maybe but also maybe they even when maybe they have any they maybe they have a, a a degree of some kind, right? But but we all know that like that's not that doesn't mean anything. Like we right. know people who 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 check those boxes and then you you actually like sit down with them, you're like, Oh yeah, you're just clueless. You don't know shit. Like, you know what right. I mean? Like, like, and that's that's the problem. The problem is when they bring in these people to advise the shit, and you're like, Yeah, but like they don't really have the level of expertise that they say and you say, and it shows like it ultimately shows in what, what, what comes out of that sort of like advisory role that they have. It's like, Oh, you didn't, you were just like, okay. Like, so it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it would be, it would be, it would be dope if they did get somebody who, who knew intimately 
and had a, 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 a level of knowledge about a subculture or a certain kind of, you know, world who could like oversee and make sure things are accurate and depicted in a way that's at, that that's that at least seems plausible or like realistic. Uh, but truthfully, like I have little, I have very little faith, <laughs> you know what I mean? And right. the people that they, they, they tend to like bring in for those right. roles, like every now and then maybe they do get somebody who's really on top of it. But like, I feel like that's become a, uh, a, a more rare, like it's more rare that they bring someone in as a, in an advisory capacity that really knows the shit. You know what I mean? Like it's very rare. And when those people do come in and they know their shit, then those people work with everybody at that point. You know what I mean? They become like the guy can help, or the woman they can or the help, person. Yeah. They can help flatten everything with their with their right. bland taste. <laughs> right. And it's like you all you they actually bland, they actually uh Bland is a good word. They actually dull their own sort of whatever uniqueness they have because they're, they get spread so thin right. because they've done it once good over here. So it's like, well, they did a good job and they clearly know what they're doing. So like now everyone wants them because, again, we don't live in a world where there's a, a, a f- eight billion people on the planet. No, it's one person that can do it. So one person needs to do everything. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like it needs to be on, But that's just how it works, because, you know, you got to you got to keep the community you got to keep the money only exchanging a, a few hands. It can't, it can't get spread out too far, you know, because it's, it's, it's the same. It's the same thing with like, I don't I don't I, you, I know you probably noticed this, but like, what's, the, what's the guy who just got canceled uh, or, or tried to get canceled? The dude who was in the Ant-Man movies and, and every other fucking movie. Um, he played, he's in the new Ant-Man movie. He was in the new Creed movie. Um, I'm blanking oh, on this fucking name. Um, the he was in the Creed movie. Yeah, the guy from Lovecraft. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, so he's in yeah. every. This is what I'm saying though. Like, you see this all the time, where it's like, okay, he gets he gets in one thing, he's successful. Now he's in every movie. Yeah, totally. Every movie, like every movie. If there's a black character that's a man, dude, they're gonna put him in it. Probably they're gonna find a role for him, right? right. And he's in everything. It's like, dude, there are so many people that you could spread this out like you know what i mean but they don't do that like you know what i'm saying they're like nah 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 we gotta and that's just that's just hollywood you know um yeah like that he, that guy he, what was it like a, a abuse situation that, yeah but that, then it uh, but then if there's then there was video that she that his partner she recanted it and then there's actual video showing um it, like she hitting him and him not hitting her okay um, and like, there's all this like evidence that exonerates him, but it still doesn't matter because sometimes I didn't hear about the exoneration. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. In my mind, I was like, I was like, yeah, oh, that's yeah. Too yeah bad. First, that first she re- first, first they first she, first his his girlfriend recanted the shit. Right, she came in and was like, no, I recanted my story. Boom. But then apparently there was footage, uh, video footage of her hitting him inside the back of a it was either Uber, I think it was an Uber or a taxi, and then like him getting out, right, and then her getting out. And like then her getting like going to a bar and walking off drunk and like basically like so like there's there was but it doesn't really matter at this point because sometimes that it, it, you know the accusation is enough you know what I'm saying yeah. to sort of like put a stain on 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 the, the on the person already so it's like right. one of those weird situations where it's like uh well you created this this 
per, this person. And I mean, when I say you, I mean like the industry, right? Because right. you guys put, you want to like take a handful of people and then give them every role. Right. Um, now it's like, what do you do with a person once they become big enough um, and some controversy happens and you, you perceive it as potentially bad PR. Well, okay, we'll just cancel them. And guess what? Uh, whether he bounces back or not, doesn't matter. They'll find the new person and right. they'll give them the 30, the 30 roles in every in 30 different projects. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't spread the shit out. Like it, it's not equitable. You know what I'm saying? Like in terms of like, it's just like all the, the all of the like British people who play like fucking Americans and shit. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, or right. all the Australians and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's like as many people that they have. And I get it. Like over there, they have more trained theater actors, I guess. Uh, it's more of a discipline that's practiced at a different level, whatever, whatever excuses they make. But there's a lot of fucking people here. Right. You know, there's a lot of people. Like, we last got, time, I'm like, sure we have plenty of talent. Last <laughs> time I checked, you could fit England in like Texas. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, come on, man. Like, we're a big, we're a big place. So this idea that like you can't find uh, goofy. Yeah, it's Absolutely just, it's just goofy. stupid. But yeah, um, I feel like. I feel like we've we've pretty we've we've talked pretty pretty extensively on on subconscious cruelty. Um, I feel like it's one of those movies too where like uh, you just gotta experience it. Or don't. A wild one. Yeah. <laughs> or don't. Or don't. <laughs> I always have to say that. Like or don't. <laughs> um, it's not for everybody. You know that I hate that saying. Right? It's not for everybody. Like what is for everybody? Uh, but it is one of those you movies. You don't want to watch it. You don't want to watch what's for everybody. <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't. Like, if it's for everybody, you don't want to watch it. Um, it is a movie, like I said, if you listened all the way to this point and heard us talk about this movie, you already know what it is. So I don't want to hear you watched it after this episode and you were and it traumatized you because we told you everything that was going to happen. <laughs> we, we told you how, how crazy it gets. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks, Peter. As always, it's great to it's great to chop it up with you, man. Um, uh, yeah, it was fun. If you have anything you want to plug or anything you want to say, shout uh, outs. <laughs> no, no, just uh, the floor is yours. <laughs> everybody, uh, read my letterbox. I do the best reviews out there. Um, yeah, your your <laughs> review for for the, the what Mad was Mad Dog. Mad Dog. <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah. Check that out. <laughs> yeah, um, that's where that's where my most of my public stuff is. The good work is being done. I don't really know what to do on Twitter anymore. Um, yeah, Twitter's, so... <laughs> Twitter's so bad. It, it was already bad. It's always been, but it's so bad now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty fucking useless platform at this point. Um, but yeah, yeah, check out Peter's Letterboxd. Uh, uh, subscribe if you're not subscribed to uh, to to this on Spotify or Apple or whatever. It's I think I think I'm on everything. I think I'm on Stitcher. I know I am. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on Amazon. The podcast is on Amazon. Whatever that Amazon platform is. Oh, uh, yeah. All of those. All of the fucking DSPs. I think that's what they're called. Uh, they're they check it out. Like subscribe or don't. <laughs> uh yeah um as always i don't know how to end episodes so uh it's over later <laughs> thanks man yeah man i quit looking for solutions no bought a pistol and learned how to use it 
can't fix stupid. Ape stood and walked into the future, march progress and hunch back front the computer. Sooner or later, it's gonna be two unrelated active shooters. Same place, same time, great minds, Tesla and Edison. Selling pussy across state lines, they veterans. Hangman, one look, all it takes to take their measurements. My taxes pay police brutality settlements. Quicksand every direction, so go ahead and step on in. Kickstand for the weapon, tumor pressing on his brain, but your man wasn't forgetting to adjust for wind. Dead hand reached from the past to God events. The document is undead. Common sense says my ancestors was the worst of the men. First sign of trouble, motherfuckers shimmy right out that human skin. Kids, you and your friends gonna have to start again. It's nothing you can do with us. We're fucked up. Fuck. Poison everything we touch. Within the die. Burn it down with us inside. Burn it to the ground. Make sure don't nobody survive. Kids, you and your friends gonna have to start again. It's nothing you can do with us. We're fucked. We're fucked up. Poison everything we touch. Withered and died. Burn it down with us inside. Burn it to the ground. Make sure we don't survive. Low vibration, more high ground. You slipping at night like an old bitch nightgown. I ain't trying to hear about later. This is right now. These niggas ain't got shit like it's nighttime. Danny Brown back like skinny white girls. Working out, about to get the money like girls. Pull up, get ripped, nigga dead left. Sit up, push up, bicycle kick. Not for nothing, I'ma leave with something. If not, bitch, then it's good. We'll hunting. You ain't gotta worry about. If we coming, nigga, sliding on you, and it's ain't cool running. No pun intended. I'ma step on business. Got it for the law, like the day after Christmas. Niggas illiterate, can't read the room we in. So get your cameras out. It's a movie then, bitch. I'm about to flip the script like they just cut the budget. Why not showing my ass out in public? La la la, can't tell me nothing. Nice like this, bitch, they been roughing. Who you thought it really was? What you thought that it wasn't? Niggas lying like your cousins. When you know his ass wasn't. Sell him drive through like 20 piece nuggets. Broke like the ice cream machine. You niggas rubbish. <laughs> I'ma drop the low. Tell that hoe come through. Sorrento penthouse at the Fontaine Blue. Everything I dreamed for. It done came true. I did that my way. Ain't play by your rules. You the type of nigga to get life on. I'm a type of nigga that can't work on an iPhone. If I lose weight, I get caught in a drug zone. I ain't worried about the hate. I just wonder where the love gone.